Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of The Vault of Cult, your favourite podcast. <laughs> got to be your favourite. Got to be, you? got to be. Hi, Mark, how are you? I'm fine. So, with your host, who oh, are you? Yeah, I'm, I, you know, you're here with your host, Chris, as usual, and uh, I call host Mark. Well, yeah, it's just, right. yeah, it's, it's host slash host. It's hosts. Hosts. Yeah. Hosts. Plural. Plural. We'll like yeah, because there's two of us, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it takes two to tango, doesn't it? Yeah. So, guys, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, again, give us your feedback. Get us on the yeah. socials. And as always, we really appreciate it. Just yeah. give us a listen. Uh, like, we really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you are if you're hearing this. Can you hear me now? You so, can. Yeah. You can hear us. Um, so, yeah, always really appreciate this part. Love it. So, Mark, on this week's episode, we'll be discussing... The Incredibles. Which is a Disney film from... Yeah. From 2004. Yeah, no on many moons ago. Yeah, yeah, 18 years ago. Oh, weird, now. Yeah. Right, I was thinking about this the other day. I think it's weird and a little bit like, oh, to think that people who was born when this film came out are reaching their majority this year. They are, they will be turning 18 yeah. years of age this year. Feel old. Yeah, well, yeah, Just it's, in uh, it's one of those <laughs> things. It's one of those things that, like, you hear that fact that facts and your back will crack a little bit yeah, like where you're just like oh god yeah, more grey hairs so guys let's get to it hope you enjoy the show let's go so Mark The Incredibles from 2004 the Disney Pixar film yes as you were saying it, it came out on October the 24th 2004 okay um, so yeah like we were saying 18 years ago oh, yeah, now yeah. so it, like old film is that um, it was directed by Brad Bird yeah um, it was big in that it, it, it's a big animated director I suppose yeah in the circle yeah. of animated yeah. films yeah um, Iron Giant directed yeah, Iron, Iron Giant Iron Giant also does That's the voice bit- of of uh, Edna, Edna Mode uh, in this. We'll come on to yeah, characters, yeah. but he both directs and stars in. Um, as we find a lot, a lot do. Mm. More than I'd ever imagined yeah. since I started doing this thing. Because <laughs> I, I always used to think to myself when they're directors in their own film, it's like, oh, all right, you cast yourself, yeah, did we've, you? Yeah, we've <laughs> seen that before, haven't we, where we've questioned it, like, oh, yeah, you get a good gig, give me more money. Yeah. Bigger percentages. Yeah, exactly. So um, and, like you were say, and like you were saying, it was... Um, well, it's part of Walt Disney Pictures, but it is actually Pixar, Pixar anima- yeah. animation, which is slightly more of a distinction back then. Disney didn't actually own Good Pixar; point. they were um, they were associated, and everything came out under the Disney umbrella. But they weren't actually owned by Disney at yeah. that point. They, 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 they are now. Them. They are now. Yeah. Uh, Pixar's wholly owned by Disney, but not surprised. Not, but. Well, yeah, I know, but they kind of swallowed them, didn't? Well, yeah. Disney went, come with me, yeah. come with <laughs> me, around Pixar, and... come with me, Pixar, and now they're locked in a vault like somewhere. Like a creepy old man with yeah. a pocket full of sweets. Yeah, they're locked in a vault somewhere, guarded by armed goofies and Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Pixar animation. And... Uh, it's 115 minutes long. Two hours. So not bad. Two, two hours. 155. Five. Yeah. Um, right. Budget-wise, here are its numbers. Oh, go on. Because they're always the big thing. Yeah. It had a budget between 92 and 145 Fuck million. Off. Well, that's g- expensive. expensive. That is, that's a dear do for an Fucking animated hell. thing. 
well, isn't it? Compared to a lot yeah. of things that we've seen. Now, animated films, especially CGI animation, tend to be a touch more expensive than, uh, well, definitely more than traditionally animated things. It took a lot longer to make. And obviously, like, we were looking at Look Who's Talking, like, a couple of weeks ago, and that cost them basically no, yeah. as it were just, like, get your cameras and shoot on location. And that's a it's big... A, it's, a, it's intensive, though, is the, the animation budget. And I'll, I shall come on to why it's quite large because well Brad Bird was um, pulling no punches with the team he, he went a bit full on slave driver-ish oh. but um, yeah with all um, Koreans yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah a, a budget of 92 to 145 million I that's a big narrow, fucking range I, that I, I couldn't narrow that down any further it's Disney isn't it let's like, just say it costs 120 million that's still fucking a chunk yeah, of money yeah, it is a chunk even but for 18 years ago it made worldwide 631.6 million oh, just the five so it's a, so it smashed through it um, so yeah the breakdown of that it made 261.4 million in the US and Canada and uh, 370.1 million in other territories. So, yeah, worldwide gross of 631 million. Very popular film. It's a big hit. It's got to be a big, big hit. Um, It's also very much worth saying that this is off the back of, like, Pixar were on a roll at this time. They were banging out hit hit after hit after hit, weren't they? Like, it were Toy Story, A Bug's Life, and then I think Monsters, Inc. And then I think this. I'm not too sure on the timeline, but I, it was it was in that group of the the bang hit bang hit bang hit, hit yeah. after hit after hit. Yeah. And well, to be fair, Pixar would carry on making hits. That the first time they started losing money was when a good dinosaur came out, and that were in the 2010s, back end of the 2010s. So think, is it like not long? That came out not long before Disney amalgamated them in. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Kind of forget the timeline on that. Well, yeah, Good Dinosaur went ten years ago. That's the thing. Pixar haven't had a flop until Good, the Good Dinosaur, and that was their first flop. Okay. Um. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, Pixar animation were flat out the golden boys of animation. But again, though, you know, like a lot of things, I think it has its its rise, hmm. and then it's at the top, and then once you're at the top, the only way you can go is well, yeah, you're on. That's what I'm saying. They didn't yeah. start their descent. For a long time, yeah, yeah, yeah. for a long, yeah. long, long, long time. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was really that interesting. Is interesting. Um, that thing. budget, though, wow. I know. Well, we'll come on to what we think about it, but just right at the top here, the, like whatever the budget was, it's it's well it's well spent. All that budget's on screen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it's, it is on screen, front and centre, with this film. Um, so, yeah, uh, those, are your, those are your quick facts. Quick facts. Your quick facts. So, uh, cast and so, crew. So, do you want to do cast? Yeah, I'll do cast, mate. I'll yeah. do the cast. Yeah, right. So, uh, Mr. Incredible slash Bob Pye is voiced by Craig T. Nelson, also known as the dad from Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, God, I haven't watched Poltergeist in years. Good film, years Poltergeist. Do you know? And it's not really my genre or anything like that. But I don't, I don't mind Poltergeist. It was almost it's like getting marketed not to go on and kind of get off subject, but like a, as a scary family film. Yeah, well, it's, very, like, it's got dark shit in it. Again, yeah. like we've said before about these eighties films mm-hmm. made for families almost. Yeah, but fucking. Dark. I tell you what, though, the little midget woman who was like the. 
they come on yeah <laughs> that cracks me up every single time come to the light come on come on um yeah 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 she's dead i know oh is she yeah. that's a shame because she's really good early in that, it? Uh, yeah yeah well, everyone were like a bit like, Ooh, but no, she just things. had a, 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 um, a condition that wasn't diagnosed properly, and basically sure. she was like shitting inside herself, and that's what killed like toxic shot killed her. Oh, yeah, pretty sad. Yeah, she died while making Poltergeist three in the midst oh, of making okay. it, which is anyway. Pretty, and they made them, but, they forced them to finish the film, which was pretty fucked. Yeah. Anyway, so Craig T. Nelson, yeah, they're dead. Yeah, you're wearing Poltergeist. <laughs> so Elastigirl uh, slash Helen Pat is played by Holly Hunter, who's also mm. she was Incredibles two. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's one of them. She is in a lot of stuff. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. Oh, I like that film, George Clooney. Singing like film. It is the singing film. Yeah. Um, uh, she were in Superman, Batman vs Superman. She was, she's a Senate woman. Senator. Don't she get blown up? She does get with blown a man up. in the wheelchair. She, got, she gets blown up. She should have really been Elastigirl because she could have like tied herself up. She like, wanted she dead does in the fi- and she wanted to die. No, she died. Uh, Violet Parr, which is the daughter of the family, um, she's voiced by Sarah Vowell. I'm not sure. She's not. She's one of kids. One no, of one, kids. No, no one cares about child actors. And sorry if you're listening to this with your family, but sorry, kids, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. And then <laughs> Dash uh, Parr, uh, voiced by Spencer Fox. Uh, he's got superhuman speed. Violet Parr's got force fields. Elastigirl. Yan, yeah. Uh, Elastigirl can. She's basically like Reed Richards from Fantastic Four, where she can just stretch and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, Mr. Incredible is just strong. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So the the, the baddie in the film uh, called Syndrome is voiced by Jason Lee, who was yeah, in My Mall Name Rats. is Mall Rats, Mall Rats, a yeah, Kevin my, Smith film. Um, my Name Is Earl. Yeah, uh, skater, he's pro skater. Yeah, um, I only I only knew that because he's uh, he voices himself in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Game, game, <sighs> game. Like I'm not into skating around. One and like two, that. mate. Wow, for the I've PlayStation. Got, yeah, I'm not into out like that. Regardless, one of the best but, games ever made. But it's it's fun. Like it, you can. Fun. Spend, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You could spend hours just like I've just got to do this loop the loop thing. Otherwise, I'll never sleep. <laughs> and then you manage to do it, and then feel on top of the world. Yeah. Uh, Frozone, who's kind of like. He can form ice from humidity. Yeah, and he's like, like an ice he's man. Be, he's Bob Parr's best mate. He is. Uh, and that's voiced by Sam Jackson and yeah. needs no introduction. Yeah. Snakes on a motherfucking plane. He must have been a big chunk of the budget anyway. Well, he's in the first <laughs> 10 minutes and the last uh, 10, 10 minutes. 10 minutes, I know, exactly. But they'll have had to pay him a wedge for that. Yeah, so Syndrome's right-hand woman, um, a.k.a. Mirage, yeah, yeah. is voiced by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Pena. Don't know her. Some... Some bird. Some bird. Mm. And then Edna, Edna, not Edna, I just read the E. Edna Emo, voiced by Brad Bird, who designs yes, the costumes it, for them. Yeah, great character. Yeah. Really good, really good little character. Really good. Yeah, she's she's probably my favourite character in the film. I've, I've really enjoyed that. But we'll come, we'll yeah, come well, on to yeah, like, we'll, we'll, the characters. We won't shoot the like, load. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll give you some fun facts about it. Fun facts to have fun with Let's. about it. Um, it won the best animated feature at the seventies, uh, the seventy fifth seventh Academy Award. The seventh, no. The seventy seventh. Seventy seventh. Seventy seventh. We were hard to get out at seventy seventh. Which took Academy. place in two thousand and five. Yes, it did. Um, it always confuses people. Yeah, that yeah. They always happen in February the year after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. It also won Best Sound Editing. Oh, score's very good. 
Yes, yes, it is. The the score is very good, but they didn't win for the score. They didn't win for best um, soundtrack. No, no. But it was sound editing, so how they've edited the soundtrack into the film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but also, uh, yeah, um, Brad Bird, the director, he'd basically left Warner Brothers because he was in contract with Warner Brothers, Warner animation. Brothers animation. Okay. And because the Iron Giant had flopped, like it was a commercial disaster. Which it, is a it, very well regarded film. It's a days. brilliant it's a brilliant film. I've not um, seen it. No, it's a really, really good film. Um pretty much anyone who you'd ever talk to who like that likes an animated feature film, they always go, Oh, the Iron Giant, yeah, really. It's one of them good that film. I should have seen. You should I you should have seen. seen. It, it's almost the definition of a cult animated film 100%, now because yeah. it, it did not do well at its time as a matter of fact it is essentially killed Warner yeah, Brothers yeah, animation did, yeah, that, yeah. it's uh, like how often do you see Warner Brothers animation now doing you only do the DC absolutely things, good don't they direct yeah. to video stuff yeah so the, they've really got nothing going on yeah no, non, non-theatrical and, I would yeah, say um, so yeah they're basically gone and the Iron Giant killed it Brilliant little film, but yeah, we're a bit disillusioned by it um, after that, and it was one of Pixar's executive, John Lasseter. Very famous um, guy. Very famous guy. Well, he was one of the people that sort of built he was, Pixar yeah, yeah, from yeah. nothing, yeah. really. So, But he knew him. They, they both went to CalArts together, okay. which is this big... Um, Art directing yeah, school yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. It's like it's an LA LA, school, it, yeah, it's, it's a big art school, that. and they both went there. And he sort of convinced him to come over. Like, come on, Brad, oh, it's all right, it's all right, right. it's all right. You massive robots, brilliant, really. Like, you know what I mean? But let's see um, what you can do here with this. Yes, uh, exactly. Let's see what you can do. Um, and what 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 we're interested about it is that because he were in a bit of a a funny old place wearing uh, Brad Bird. Like, okay. um, he was like, "What, like a circus?" I just said, "No." <laughs> um, he was in a mentally funny, pa- funny place. Um, Crossroad, shall we say? Yeah, uh, he didn't really know what he was going to do w- with his career, and he was sort of he was thinking about sacking it off. Okay. Really, Brad Bird, and. Um, he said his intention was just to make a funny superhero film and the themes of family life clashing with your career or or in this case of your superhero alter ego. Um I think he had the fucking was it, it was Brad Bird it was on Brad Bird's mind at the time. He's like, I don't know whether to carry on my career or am I sacrificing my family life? Ah. And so that thing he said he never intended it to be like that, but that's just how the film ah, developed. It takes life and all yeah, that kind yeah, of it is it. So in many ways the Incredibles is a bit of a to be a bit posh douchey with it's a bit of a magnum opus I suppose oh. like a bit oh throwing that out like there. Get, yeah yeah for him there's a per, you know there is a, a there is a personal aspect to it very personal aspect to it um but yeah just some interesting things about it oh no I'll carry on with Brad Bird um but he pulled no punches with Taskmaster with the thing proper Taskmaster okay. um like he would take no um 
compromises with animating stuff. Like uh, Violet, you know, her hair. Hair is notoriously difficult for 3D animators. That did stand to... out for me in terms of the animation in the, in the uh, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll come on to that. Um, Super shiner. But, yeah, yeah, but just how it kind of flows. Yeah, yeah. Um, hair is notoriously difficult. And apparently he had loads of arguments about Violet, the young girl's hair. Because, you know, it's right in front of her face. Emo way, very 2004. Yeah, it was. But, yeah. um, <laughs> apparently, the animators, they were like, we need to do something different with it, like put her in pigtails or something. And it was like, no, I've drawn it like that. We've had it drawn like that. Animate it like that. Do it. Do it. Well, literally, was it... Um, uh, and the storyboarders, he made the storyboarders properly, like, block it and then oh, hand okay. it to the animators and say, I want... I want him stood there, no compromises with it. Wow. Okay. Like, yeah, he was properly like, I want it to look how I've shown you. That's I very autore. Well, it's very autore. Again, magnum opus. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Do you know what I mean? True, um, true. And humans, uh, Pixar had never animated humans before. Never. Interesting fact. Never. That's interesting. Mm. I did not know that. They'd only debate, if you think about what they don't. Um, Toy Story was before this, though. Toy Story was. So there is humans well, in that. I suppose there is humans in that. Have I just but you that point? Also, well, no, not fully because in terms of it, it's. You mostly see them from the leg down. Yeah, you know what I mean. All right, there's a couple of moments, but well, the one criticism that people had of Toy Story is that the humans looked ridiculous. You, yeah. you are right. Whereas this, he decided to go for a stylism yes, in, the very human, so. in the humans and therefore to negate... Get what you mean. ...to negate the issue. There'd never been one where the, the entire cast are humanoid. Human, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. like, most of the other members of the cast... Yeah, it's, all, it's focused on, like, animals or yeah. creatures or... Yeah, um, but, yeah, very, very attention to detail stuff. Like, the shadows in the in the opening few scenes, you know, where... Where it he's, shows he's, he's running around, Yeah, he's running around doing various superhero things. The light, you can see the sun setting and the shadows move. The nice shadow touch. got nice touch, nice, nice touches. There. And you know what? I bet stuff like you see, that. You see reflections of the characters in anything that would reflect, as well. See things like that. I think normal people wouldn't notice or appreciate that. Until normal people. Point. No, you know what I mean. It, people mm. that just want to watch a fucking kids film. Yeah, yeah. Just, just because it's. Something to watch. Yeah. You know, and the, the attention to detail that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot about him as a filmmaker. Um, clothing. Clothing. They'd never, they'd never really done clothing in the same way. Like, if you think Andy in um, Toy Story, his clothes are just, just kind of on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like, texture or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, occasionally he picks up his suit and there's, like, texture to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Really, really, really well animated is this thing. It is, and it is. he... Um, he forced that and he, he literally forced so much so Disney executives came to uh, Pixar yeah. and when they were pitching the film and was like I think this will be too hard for him make a live action film wow make a live action film and Brad Bird were like no no 
we can do it. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I thought that his attitude for all this, because I think he was so, so intent after the Iron Giant to make a success. Again? Like, he would just, I'm going to do this, and I'm, I'm gonna, going down I'm that path. Gonna, yeah. And what's another interesting thing I think is, it was maybe 18 months, two years before this whole Marvel cycle, this whole proper superhero when did the When did they begin? Because I think it might be a few more years than that. More than two years, I suppose. I don't know, like, because you had, you had like, the Hulk, which was directed by Ang Lee, and it was, there was Fantastic Four and stuff before the... You know, there was superhero yeah, yeah. films. Starting to ramp yeah. up. Well, we'll come on to yeah. how much of a superhero film this actually is. Yes. Um, but we'll talk about that when we, we talk about we can, the actual yes. thing, because bearing talks. in mind, we're still, we're still on fun facts here. Um... Yeah, Holly Hunter, she'd never she'd never done voice work before. Which I think super interesting considering yeah. I I would just like to say I think she does really 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 well with all, it. Consider, all the God. consider considering that this is the first first time at bat doing voice work. And like I've said to you, voice work is I've said this to you before, mm. voice work isn't quite as easy as people think. People Not think 100%. that they're to, to get that actors sort of steal a wage when they're doing voice yeah. work and not at all because they've got to make all their acting and voice choices it's, it, without... yeah, the voice is hard, well is a big chunk of that character yeah and like you said like I've explained before a lot of time the animators won't start animating it until yeah. they've got some voice work to yeah. work with because they want it to the character to be reflecting the character design. I explained to you about yeah, Scar yeah. in The Lion King. Yeah, well, his original design yeah, was completely different. Original design, he was like this big, hairy, gruff lion, and very different from the Scar we got on screen, and it's because Jeremy Irons walked into set and was like, I'm Uncle Scar. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, my favourite one uh, example of that is Hades in Hercules, Disney's Hercules. It. Great but problematic film. Oh, um, but everyone else playing Hades had walked into James the role. Woods. Of, it is James Wood. James Wood. But everyone else had walked into screen and been like, "I'm Hades, Lord of the Underworld." And James Woods walked on screen and was like, "Not on screen." Not, into his audition and was like, "Hey, I'm Hades. How are you doing?" Like, you know, like James a bit Woods. of a car salesman, huckstery yeah. kind of thing. And so they animated him like that around him. So that's a long-winded way of saying. It's good voice acting, yeah. isn't it, really? <laughs> oh, but good examples there, good examples. Yeah, um, and now just a quick quick thing about the critical response. Overwhelmingly positive, I would say. Overwhelmingly Yeah, and I mean, positive. even retrospectively now, you know, it's high regarded, this. Highly regarded. And uh, uh, it wouldn't be this podcast without me mentioning the guy who always pops up, Roger Ebert. Oh, here we um, go. Uh, yeah, but uh, again, on. I do agree with him on this one. Oh, go on. Uh, it doesn't ring too cartoonish. Parts of this film ring true. And I'm like... I get that. I get what he's saying. Hundred percent. I will. And we, we can, will develop. Yeah, that we fact. can develop, we'll develop that. that. But hundred percent rings true. Yeah. The only other one that I think it was the New York Times where I'm like, way to miss the point, dickheads. Uh, they were like, it pulls on all the tropes of every spy action film from the sixties that you've ever seen, and you're like, way to absolutely miss the point. Because they were like, it pulls on all these tropes as a negative. No, and no, no, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. And they're like, way to absolutely miss the point. Yeah, it does all those tropes. I think, yeah, I think it's the complete opposite. 
Well, I think that that's really good about it. Yeah, no, no, exactly. But that was the only negative. Not bad. Um, the the um, website CinemaScore, after surveying a number of people, will say 100,000 people. That's it. That, that's an alternative fact to that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that. Not that, true, but we're just going to go I there. don't know the sample size, but critical response was positive, gave it an average... An average oh, of an okay. A+. Plus. So on. that's why it averaged out as. Come on. So this is a big hit all round, made a shit ton of money. I, th- I think... Loads six, of people loved it. Yeah, I think 600 and odd... 631 million is is technically known as a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what that's what will have been on yeah. Disney's break. <laughs> a shit ton the of money. Yeah. Shit tons yeah. there. We as go. You, yeah, they were there as you can see from the board. That's a shit ton of money. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, those are, those are your fun facts. Interesting. Fun it's an interesting thing. thing. Yeah. Um, so you cock us off. Okay. Kickers off, not cockers off. Cockers off. (laughs) (laughs) Something else. (laughs) Right, so... um, What did you think? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Right, okay, right. So, I think let's delve... Let's pick about the things that I thought were very interesting about this film. Okay. Right, so, again, going off what... What is it? The New York Times said about having a lot of 70s spy film tropes. Yeah, and they and they said it, it pulls on it and uh, was therefore somehow a negative, somehow a negative. They're wrong. They are wrong. They are wrong. Anyway, yeah, move on. Yeah. <laughs> they are Incorrect. wrong. So, I mean, the first thing on my notes that I wrote down is it evoked uh, a 70 spy film. Do you know what I immediately thought, especially with the soundtrack, Bond film? Yeah. Bond film. Yeah, we've, we've had this discussion in private where it's, yeah. you know, we, we've both gone, oh, Bond yeah, film. it's very 75 and you know, film. Even I thought, score, the I style. thought that was super interesting about it. Because a superhero film, it's... Well, they've got a superhero it's not, film it's, soundtrack. It's, it's, not, is, it's not framed like a superhero film. It's, it no. is framed like a 60s slash 70s spy film with the music, the style, etc. Mm. But the main characters just happen to have powers. Yeah, because yeah. you go on an adventure. There's and some secrecy there. There's a there's a there's a lair of villains lair on an island, and mm. you know. Yeah, and even the music now to me big massive. If you if you go back and watch this film, listeners, I hope you do and appreciate it. Mm. The music isn't like a, a the, the music is no for me nowhere near the music you would hear in a modern day superhero film. Absolutely, it's very not. simple. If you, think, if you think of a, a Marvels, a Marvel film. Do, 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 you know what I mean? Whereas this is like... You immediately think of, uh, think of like, the sort of soundtrack from a Bond film. Like a Mission like Impossible. Or, or a Mission Impossible. Yeah. Very that, very it is, that. It and is. I thought that was very interesting. I, I, and I, get, it is a meshing of these two things. It is a superhero yeah, film. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are it literally is. superheroes. It is, but even if they um, didn't, it could be a spy film. If you yeah, took them out of the suits a... and did, it's still a family, I think that would that could yeah. still work. Like the dad's an ex-spy and he has, he, he misses yeah, the yeah, spy yeah, line. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. Kind of similarities. <laughs> it's obviously st- yeah. There's a lot of I'm trying to think of something not other than similarities, but yeah, similarities yeah. to a, like a semi-spy film. Um, I thought what was funny is his little car. 
It's Daniel Ducca. This um, huge man, and he is absolutely enormous. Massive, as like well. a bee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shaped <laughs> like a bee. Absolutely upside down triangle. Brick shit house. He's He's absolutely enormous. Is this man? And he's in this tiny little yeah fucking micro thing. Oh, tiny. Oh, but again, you know, like you've mentioned before, I think all the characters, there isn't a shit character in it, and I think the voice acting no. is very good. Yeah. Um, Villain's a bit weak. Well, let's come on to that. Let's well, just... Yeah. Um, what have I put? What are the things I've put? Um, yeah, great soundtrack. I just want to point out the aesthetic of the thing. Okay. It, it is, again, like you say, a, a 60s or 70s spy thriller. 100%. Um, and it, it, the film is actually, it doesn't, I, I, it only says in the newspaper, you know, where it's showing you the news articles of supers being sued for stuff. Well, that's the it's, thing, that's how the story kicks off, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, um, well, yeah, uh, all right, we'll give you a brief synopsis. Essentially, that uh, superheroes are get, uh, an everyday thing, yeah. sort of, in the late 50s, I, I suppose. Yeah, it like, doesn't um, specify what kind of time specify, period it's Yeah, set. well, the, the main body of the film takes place in 1963. Really? Well, that's why it looks ah. like it does. It looks like a si- everyone's it, everyone's driving mate. around in sixties cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the the houses. I tell you what, the houses. I've wrote it down. It's American futurism. It's 100% in get in that. Um, in comic books at the time. It's all what? the houses looked like that. The the decor all looked like that, and it's what the Americans imagined to themselves in the sixties. The future would look yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, the near future, the very very near future. Um, I agree. Yeah, and he's gone for that. And got, honestly, the aesthetic of it could be out of a nineteen sixties comic. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I yeah, thought yeah. that were that were good <laughs> no no that, 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 that was good it was good that <laughs> right so um, uh, talking about the design and the animation mm. right now this I'm just going to sound like harsh right mm. you know and as I do like to get a bit harsh every now and again yeah no you're the harsh one the, for me obviously we're, we're being spoiled with today's CG and animation but I, I think it it did look a little bit dated to me no you're wrong it didn't. It doesn't look dated. Mm. It doesn't. It absolutely. I mean, if you doesn't. watch a Disney film now, like you're saying, with the the textures of the hair, the skin, the the, the clothing and stuff, and the and. Well, I'd get, all right, but if you if you watch an animation not necessarily done by Disney, because Disney have got basically half the money in the world at this point. Hundred percent. Um, you know, it's it's a very different type of thing. This is still probably be- This would. If it were released now by a company that's not Disney, essentially, everyone would look at it and go, it's good. Oh, okay, it's good, dickhead, that. all right. You're framing it like that, right? Okay. Do you know, do right, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. It, do, it absolutely does hold up. It, uh, I was I just comparing think. it to more modern-y uh, Disney slash Pixar. I get, I get that. Like I said, um, like we've discussed some recent animated Disney um, fare. Yeah. And you're right, I suppose. I suppose it's not quite... And cannot. there on the yeah, like, like I pointed out when we did the vault viewings of it, like the hair moves like yeah, real yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it doesn't do that. But that's but what I'm it saying, is. Like, not... But that's the thing. It is literally eighteen years. I know. Ago. It's, I know. Like, I'm, 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 I'm you know seeing I mean? that in context. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it does hold up. Generally speaking, I wouldn't ever look at that and think. 
oh, I can't watch this now because it's... No, you know no I mean? it's not a distraction. It's just it's something that I, I noticed for um, me personally. Yeah, I've put... I've, in regards to the animation, I put great animation, memorable character designs, yeah. very yeah, yeah, memorable yeah. Yeah. character designs. Yeah. Um, like, again, Mr. Incredible with that huge bulk top frame is so top heavy, is him. Um, uh, even Elastigirl, she's just got uh, his missus. She's really well put together, like 60s mum, but competent and get, like the way her body moves when she's extending herself and stretching yeah, yeah, is yeah. really 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 well done actually i agree um I agree. and yeah like i say all the all the shadows and the textures put in tiny little details of that i just thought just because that's the thing you might get something that's slightly more technically excellent nowadays but it's still the little attention to details which still make you go wow that's a beautiful film because the intention to detail like is the there with the sun yeah. and the lighting um and to get, i've even put i know it's an animated film so cinematography doesn't really work yeah, as the same but, but still some of the shots the shots chris well they're not shots but like Whatever the technical way. I'm going to say shots. Well, that's sure. Yeah, it's a shot, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of them are genuinely, genuinely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, agree. Yeah. Uh, I noticed the. When Bob Parr. Oh, by the way, don't you like his name? He's Mr. Incredible, but he has to live a boring life. It's yeah. just Parr. Yeah. His life. It's just. As it is. Old, yeah. And I'm like. Insurance clever, guy. Clever that. Clever that. He works in insurance. Insurance. Um. Because superheroes get banned because he saves someone yeah, that exactly, doesn't want to save exactly. him, and go, Oh, I always say, I thought that in a weird way, even at the time, I was like, that's slightly realistic. They would get sued. Yeah, they would. They would yeah. fucking get yeah, sued, yeah. especially in America. You yeah. know what they're like? Sue you for... That's, one, that's like a really... You know what? It touches upon um, something that has always been a bit of an in-joke in the comic world, to say, like... It's like, a, like when I bet the, the first Avengers film come out, and it's done it in comics before, where they're like... Let's just tell you up the actual real world destruction. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, trillions yeah. and trillions, and, oh, and you're just like huge, that was huge. just happening all the time in comics. It's like just everything gets <laughs> yeah, <weathered. no. laughs> Like the insurance companies was just. I'd go, I'd go and live in countryside. I'd just be like, I, I am not living in the city. Do you want to come and move to Metropolis? No. Why? Absolutely. Why? Because at some not. point, my do you want to live in Gotham? Could you imagine? Do you want to live in Gotham City? No, because I don't want to get stabbed, gassed, frozen to death, yeah. turned into a giant penguin. Man. No, no, yeah. no, I'm all right. Yeah, or me, a right. woman dressed as a cat. Do you not know I mean house prices will go fucking <sighs> through the roof? Can you imagine? You probably get probably buy a massive apartment in Gotham for top and say. That's true. <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean? No one, no one wants to fucking live there. Yeah. No wonder the good places are shit old. Mayor can't bring anyone in. No. Anyway, a small rant about Gotham. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Uh, what was he talking about? So I don't know, something about Incredibles. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, what I did like, the way that they introduced um, Mr. Incredibles' uh, journey into back into super, superheroics. Oh, 
yeah, we'll come on to that. I've just remembered what we were saying. The cinematography, there were some really good shots of it. Uh, when he's in his insurance in his tiny little booth, they have an overhead <laughs> yeah, yeah, shot yeah, yeah. and it just brings into focus that he doesn't belong there. This is yeah. what he's supposed to be doing. Um, there's a really good tracking shot of the robot when he's fighting the robot over the robot's shoulder. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah, sort yeah. of chases him. Oh, the ball robot. Him. Yeah, like, that were really good shots. Some really good shots when Dash is being chased by the... That um, goes on for a while, that sequence. Really, really, I know, I quite like it, though. Um, oh, and when they, they're in the lava room, which looks like a Bond villain's and lair. Again, you know, it's just all um, these references back to the spy films. Do you know what I mean? Where the lava's coming down on the thing, and you can see them having dinner at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good, really good shot. Good. No, it that, is, there is good shots, I agree. Yeah, so I know shots aren't really the right no, thing. but yeah. But yeah, you were about to go on to character details, which I want to come on to anyway. Yeah, right. So yeah, I, I, you know, I like that Mr. Incredible as the little robot adventure he goes on to kind of move the story on from now it's mm. he, he's, he's becoming something that he... he the well, word I'm trying to think of is like, he belongs... Yeah, he's, he's trying. All the way through it, it's... I think the major theme of this is be who you are, be who yourself. It's I a think good character study. It's deep. There's it a lot of things a, going on in this It is film. a good character study because they've got to keep themselves secret because essentially superheroes get banned. Yeah, they're banned. Um, you know what I mean? Well, the government sort of protects them in a weird way. It sort of like well, gives them made, a new identity yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. When he fucks up and he's like... You've got yeah. to stop doing this, like, you know, it's, it's yeah. causing us issues and it's causing us money and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I like the how he progresses because he's just dissatisfied with his life. And, do you know, I've, I've written about the characters. They are superheroes and they've got, man- not magic powers, powers. Yeah. But they're still relatable. 100%. All I of these characters portrays, are relatable. It, they're real people. The and- themes in it, for me, are... Having to suppress who you are mm. to conform to society, mm. how that pressure then affects you and your loved ones. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, there's a lot of deep themes. Yeah, um, there is deep themes, and obviously, you know, it's dissatisfaction with modern life. Yeah, exactly. Um, there is a lot. There is a lot of that, and it's 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 about letting what makes you special shine through. If you know what I mean. Yes, because um, that's very much it, the thing. As a matter of fact, it, well, one of the things that it, the film got criticised for by sh- stupid people... Um, of course. Um, ..where they were basically saying it's it's almost like it, it, it's individualistic, like only special people are worth it. And again, you're just like, way to absolutely miss the point of it. It's almost like saying, do what do what you're good at because that's the thing that makes you special. Uh, yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know 100%. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would agree with that. Um, and I think as well, don't it, it's hard because they're in that film, in that society, they're suppressed, whereas, you know, it's... it's it, By the end of the thing, they've become and learned to go, do you know what, I'm not afraid to be who I am. Mm, yeah, I don't exactly. have to hide that. Um and to get, it, it, it shows really well and how, celebrated how, hiding, how hiding everything is negatively affecting all of their exactly. relationships exactly. with each other. Exactly. Because um, it's very bickery, the family's very, very bickery. Very bickery. And I think, 
I think that's to the film's benefit. I do. Because uh, I'd just like to say the voice work by uh, by everyone is great. top uh, notch. Great. I, I, I would good. like all to, the characters are really all good, the characters are good. Obviously, I'm going to bring up Edna Mode. Best character. Um, best character. Great little character. Um, just the even fun little thing. Do you know what I really liked? You know when she goes into a studio and she goes, Edna Mode. Right, in a great little <laughs> voice. And then a gun comes down and points on yeah. fucking Elastigirl and is like, and guest. Because I'm like, ah, you thought about that. Because yeah. it, like you could be being forced yeah. to be to get, and to get, and guest. Spy, um, spy film. Yeah, spy. And she, um, yeah, she's like our Q kind of character in a weird, in, in a kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Instead um, of inventing gadgets, it's inventing suits. But yeah, good little lines from Edna Moe do it. Is that when she rings her That's up, it is, it's like, oh, darling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, you will come. You will come to me I now. Think, I think right. that character is built on a lot of these editors of these fashion magazines. It, it, it is. Um like Cosmo and stuff I think yeah, I can it, see it, that it type is. of character being an editor of a big fashion magazine well they based her air cut off Anna Wintour's air cut there you go uh, got, uh, well Vogue yeah, Mabes, yeah, yeah. maybe One a, of a Vogue I have heard of her she is a, a an editor I mean? of a big yeah, fashion, yeah, fashion magazine. magazine Um, yeah they based her air cut on, on her air cut you know that bowl kind of cut thing yeah 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 Um. So yeah, there's that. But I'd also like a standout for me was Holly Hunter as. Um, okay. I I really like I really liked the voice work that she did. I really like the character of Elastigirl, his wife, because for one thing, she's she's competent. 100%. For one thing, she's not. She is no useless damsel she's, in distress. She's the heart of the family, you know, that you can see. She's that the one just together. holding it together. Yeah. And do you know what? Get, get, brilliant piece of Figure story. And literally, literally, I was just going to say, on. brilliant piece of visual storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's having to stretch herself to yeah. keep this family Mate. together. This is what I'm saying. This Bang. film is... Di- Bang. Mate, there's a lot. And, you know, I've already said visual it, Visual storytelling at its best I would say again I'll come to it on the end but I'll briefly want to touch upon that I think that's why this film is so well regarded in terms of box Mm. office numbers in terms of you can just switch your brain off and enjoy it or you can see Mm. if you watch it yeah and take it in you can see these themes if you're aware of them to go fucking hell there's way more going on than just a a Pixar a, a animated daft, film. Yeah, a daft. Is the story, the, the, the actual story is very strong and the way that the characters are portrayed in the writing mm. and to portray, like I said, the themes of having to hide yourself, um, mm. a family bickering and struggling and a, and a mum and a dad who's heads in the clouds wishing with someone else and the woman, the, the, the mum of the family is trying to keep them all together figuratively and literally. Yeah, yeah. It, mate, it, there's it a lot really, going on Really film. good narratively so cohesive really good nothing about this film there is no plant no. that is not paid no. off and it's pieces and Chris you know how much love I love it, it. we do, love we it, do love on the it, show guys it. on the show love guys when your plants are paid off there's nothing about nothing about this film that you've heard us talk off. about these guys before yeah, where exactly. you've got if you're going to plant the seed See, pay, pay the fucker off. off you know what I mean do not leave that string dangling in the wind I can't stand lazy. it it's fucking lazy, lazy Mark lazy. it's lazy film. The writing in this is not lazy, not at all. Um, But yeah, just to quickly circle back to um, Elastigirl, uh, Helen. Um, She's a really good mum. Yeah. Uh, 
super competent as well. And I like the dissidence, and it's almost funny of how she's in mum mode. She's telling him off, or like like when they're in the plane, and she's uh, she's like, "Who are you getting to watch the the baby?" And but, right, she rings her up, and she's like, "Yeah, Kari, character arc, right? Yeah, yeah. every character's got. The, go on, I'm coming to it. But then when the missiles come." Bang! Business mode yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. This is you know what I mean. Danger. This is dangerous. Real danger. And I love it when she's uh, she protects her kids. Yeah. Um, from the plane. That's from the off. plane explodes, which is another plant that was paid off because they showed her suit get hit by missiles. That's why she can survive it. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Plant it, pay it off. Anyway, when they're in the water. She's she's just flat out in mum mode, but super competent when they're there. Uh, screaming and she splashes him in the yeah. face get a grip yeah. you know what I mean and she explains to him this is dangerous now yeah. they they will not show you mercy yeah she does say that. yeah kid. that's the speech she gives them you know what I mean yeah. and re- just really good she needs she needed to learn to trust her kids as yeah. well and that's Again, their arc, her arc. Each of them has their own arc. 100%. Dash, Dash needs to u- learn how to use his powers responsibly, how it's supposed to be used. Instead of just for fun. Just, uh, just for laugh. It, 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 that he's been and given Violet this. has to learn how to use her powers full stop. And even her power links into her personality. Yeah. She wants to be invisible. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah, her yeah, hair's yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? She wants to be invisible, but it's learning how to use her powers for each other. And I love it when the brother and sister save each other. They work together. Again, they, the kids I, learn to work together. Mate, I think another big theme in this, and one of the things I wrote down here was family stronger together. Yeah, like this genuine love when Helen. Oh yeah. Like when Helen Parr Elastigirl saves her husband and knocks out the <laughs> the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and they're running through the forest away from stuff, and she's still fuming at him. And to get he just goes, and I think it's a really nice line. He goes, "I can, I know you're still trying to cause an argument, but I'm just really glad you're alive." <laughs> and I'm like, good "Oh, tip. good line, Again, really mate, good line, heartfelt lines." You know what I mean? It's got a lot. This film, it's got a lot. Yeah, you know, I think these these great set pieces, like I say, it's pacey. The score's great, and the character arcs are. They do have a beginning, middle of it, and you know, yeah, it's and get, important. You've always got to love it. Um, now, I have heard one negative off people. I don't really agree, but I think it'd be remiss of it if I didn't point it out because Brad Bird has been criticised for this in pretty much all of his films, right? That, okay. um His narratives might seem a little bit choppy, a bit pacey. Now, okay. he's had that given to him as a negative, and so has this film. Again, I, I, I don't really see it. I don't, I don't really not see in it. This. But no. Not in this. Definitely not in this film. No. Um, I don't really agree. But I can I can see why some people would think that. But I don't really agree. I don't see it personally. No, I don't. So let's just... let's Because we've given it a lot of praise so far. Mm. So... Have you got a couple of things that you thought you, well, pick, you pick about? I mean, not to be critical, but, you know, that's what we do yeah, on this show. I've, I thought maybe the story was a little bit simplistic. The, it could have been more complex. Ah, but again, Mark, I think that is a ruse because... No, but here's what I was going to say. It's deeper than that. One, it is deeper than that. And two, what I was going to say is... I. 
I don't really think it actually needs it. I think it needed to be, to tell this kind of story, it needed actually, in terms of plot beats, to be relatively simple. It's a, it's, yeah. it's character driven, it isn't plot driven. So I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but I know that some people would think that, oh, well, it's just like, go to this place, stop the bad guy plot. Kind and of is. And yeah, it kind of is, but again, it way to absolutely miss the point 100%, of it. Yeah. Do you know it what I mean? It doesn't do it justice. It doesn't do it justice to, to say that, like but that. for someone who likes a slightly more complicated superhero thing, especially now when we've got superhero things coming out of his arsehole, like, you know what I mean? There are more complex ones out there, but I don't think there's many of them that are more character-driven. On a side note... Mm. Which probably isn't the right forum for the discussion. Did you watch the rest of Doctor Strange in the in the mouth of Madness no. or what it's called? No. Don't bother. Okay. Well, we'll discuss it later. Multiverse of Madness. Other, yeah. We'll discuss it at some other point. Um, so, I, I, for me, you know, again, this is me really, really picking holes, right? So, that Mirage. Oh, of course she's working the with the bad air. Of course she's working with... Oh, again... Classic seventy spy film. The well, one who's yeah, like exactly. friend, blah, blah, blah. I think the bad guy, bit of a jilted mad ass. Is is a, the villain's weak? Um, you know, mm. let's just put it out there. But it's not about the villain. It's about the family. It's not about the villain. Um, I think the villain. I'd got, I wouldn't agree saying he's weak. He's just not the. He's not the point. Right. No, I think he's the character. It, they, they don't. He's. They, he's. he's it's not developed. I mean, they spent all the time on the family. Oh shit, you know, it spent yeah. all the time in the family um, developing those characters. And I think that we just, they just needed a bad guy. And he's gone right. Well, he wanted to be Mister Incredible sidekick when he was a kid, and he just got fucked off. And then he come back obviously years later. Like, well, it, it, there is slight, there is slightly more deeper aspects to the villain in terms of uh, his his most telling line is where he says, um, "And if everyone's super." No one is, um, and to get, that's one of been one of that's been one of the themes of the of this film really about about, before, yeah. about exceptional people if you know what I mean and that he he feels jilted that he can't that he wasn't able to do the things that he was doing. Now, does he actually have any proper powers? No, it's it's all tech. Exactly. It's it. Well, yeah, I know, but that's kind of one of the themes of the film. Going back to the spies, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? The 60s um, and 70s. And also, I like the fact that he's totally incompetent with this thing. 100%. Like he has not, not a clue. Like, not a clue. He, he, um, he's all mouth, this cunt. Yeah. But I like his, I like his dialogue. The villain's dialogue. Uh, it, to me, he was the weakest part of the film. Do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I thought you were quite complimentary of it. Um, I do. I didn't view him as a negative. I can. See, I can perfectly see that he's not necessarily the standout character. Yeah. Of of the thing when, especially when you're dealing with this family and of course Edna Mode. Um, but um, that's where all your attention's focused. Yeah. Um, but the attention is always where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, I like the little story and I like the little caper that he sets them up to go on. It's a fun little adventure. Well, he's, he's like... It's, I think caper is probably actually about the best word. They have... They agreed. Have a, a, a caper, a, a kerfuffle. He's behind the mystery. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I do, I do think it was... 
again nice that the villain tied in to that to the to the inciting incident that caused them all to be yeah, banned. Yeah, I quite yeah, liked yeah. that. He was the cause yeah, of every yeah, yeah. bit of everything going wrong, essentially. Um, okay. In an indirect way. So, yeah. again, it is, it's narratively well put Serving together. A purpose. We're get, yeah, exactly. It's serviceable, though. Yeah. Serviceable. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, serviceable. I, 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 we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Hmm. So, what else have you wrote down there, Mark? Have you. Uh, well. Um, any highlights? Any lowlights? Or. Because you've been quite gushing about it so far. Well, to be fair, I, I, I couldn't really, I couldn't really think of any nitpicks. Like I wasn't really. That's I so didn't. Good. I do you didn't, know what I mean? I, I, but, and and if I did, like I don't really do nitpicking with them, and I do feel like anything that you pick on it for is a bit nitpicky. So saying that, if we've got any uh, things to nitpick about. Enough people enjoyed it for it to have a sequel. Oh yeah. Um, now, have you seen Incredibles too? Oh, yeah, but I can't recall any of it. Um, well, I think for one thing, it isn't as good as this one. No, it isn't as good. But not a bad film in any. I really worth can't remember anything about it's, it. It's worth your time. Okay. It is worth your time. Um, it's a very similar story, more from her perspective rather oh, than from okay. his. Okay. Interesting. Um. Not a bad story at all, um, and memorable. And the animation's gone. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Okay, like, 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 a couple of levels up. As you can imagine, by 2018, <laughs> yeah. 14 years after the thing. Yeah. And what I'd get, just like to talk about in terms of the legacy of this film. Go. This film, like, to Brad Bird, he were kind of like one and done. He were like, done that now. And this film ticked along for 14 years in the There was a lot in of the psyche. Me, all that always, time. Always. Like, oh, are you going to do another one? Are we going to do another one? Are they going to do another one? Essentially, fans kept The Incredibles alive and ticking over and the pressure on Pixar and Disney to make another one. Make another one. Like the Hashtag make another one. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> the, the bring out a film and it's almost like, great, it's really good. Can we have another Incredibles now? No. All right. Then. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Because. Um, well, because uh, I don't think. But it it could have been happily done a one and done and still. I don't think the sequel takes anything. I just mean, that they, set it, up, they set it up right at the end when a, a, another villain appears from the bottom and behold the underminer, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which is a bit of a. It's a both just a daft joke to leave it on, but also like the next film picks up exactly there. Just like in case. Two, no, but two starts the fight, the underminer. Really, I don't, I don't remember um, at all. You know what I mean? And this has had loads, of, loads and loads of games come out, like called The Incredibles. Shockingly enough, oh, um, like a number of games. So we so found a bit of a brand almost. Yeah, and like, the, like a lot I of the Pixar th- things. I do think, did. I do think it's got a very, very solid brand. People know The Incredibles. People, they do. As soon as they see that eye, they're like, "Oh, The Incredibles." And do you know what? I think there's a lot of people out there that have not watched it for a long time. For, that you should, guys, time. listeners out there, you know. I think you, you can tell that me might recommend this film. Yeah, yeah. I'd get, I don't think after listening to, at this point, nearly 53 minutes, I can think, oh, they didn't like it. I'm no. not sure. Edge of the seat, like, well, let's think? wind it well, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You go first, Mark. You give us your final thoughts. Right. I, my final thoughts are, 
surprisingly deep film. Beautifully done for the time, and I think holds up okay. as well. Really good character work. Um, an interesting enough story. Interesting enough story in terms of plot beats, but what really makes it interesting is the character beats within it. 100% um, the character development. Did I say really good voice work? Yeah, about 10 times. Well, fine, I'll say it again, really, but really good. I totally work. agree, Mark, actually, um, yeah, funny that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm really, I love the style of it. I love it. It's I got, do, It's I got do. style, it's got heart. I didn't appreciate it in, until I rewatched it for the show. Yeah, proper style, proper heart. Now, I've been... Because of, because of its legacy, because of the amount of... But let's put that... Yeah. Yeah, all right. But um, also, because of how much I enjoyed it, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna go strong and I'm gonna give it an eight. Oh, I I really enjoyed it. But I can see Did why. Re- I can see why. I can see why. I I am gonna go straight. I know that's that's high praise. It is high so you loved praise. It. But yeah, I loved it. I I think that this is an almost timeless film. You can watch this in twenty years and you'd think still that's a good film. And. You could watch it now and you'd think it's a good film. And that's a good way of leading into why I'm going to give my final thoughts now. Okay, right, so, for a kickoff, let's just get it out of the way. I think this film is one of those examples of a mm. great film, regardless of what medium the story's being told in. So, sure. I think, because like I've said, there's a lot of themes going on in this film and it's mm-hmm. a lot of there's loads of stuff underneath the layer if you if you did yeah, yeah. And, and you can you know and you get a lot you talk out of this about film. it for weeks and weeks, 100%. And weeks can't you? but again you know i just think it's a it's a it's a smart film it's a smart superhero film um that just happens to be animated and mm. i think if this was a live action it'd still be a fucking well-regarded film Directing proper actors, good, yeah, yeah. I think picking the right actors, mm. it it would still stand up as a good film. You know, again, you know, I think again, good set pieces. You know, it's a great family dynamic. The character arcs are beginning, middle, and end, and they've, they've got the planting seeds that they actually do pay off. Um, mm. And I was surprised myself uh, with I got a lot more out of it watching it for the show than I ever did ever watching it when it come out because I'm sure I've only watched it a couple of times and again I probably mm. only watched the second a couple of times where I came the DVD of this one out see, I, I'm, I'm like a couple of times and I'm moving on then I'm yeah. moving on but I was very very surprised how much I seen in the film in mm. terms of oh I didn't it's a bit mm. more going on yeah. yeah, and then it, I, that's what made me engage from the get go. Again, the first ten minutes sets the scene up, and I'm in there. Mm. Or I, I, you know, I bought my ticket. I'm quite happy to go on the ride, and I enjoyed it. Did I love it? No. Do I think it's a fantastic film that you could talk about? And it's and there's a lot going on in it. One hundred percent more than you probably realise, yeah. and more than you know. There's a lot of things that we haven't even touched upon in the show. Um, and again, you know, I'm a big, big 60s, 70s spy film fan, and that just evoked a lot of memories for me in terms yeah, yeah. of style and theme. So in terms of your eight, right, mm. okay, I, I get it, 100%, I can totally see it. Did But you gave an eight because you loved it. Did I love it? I didn't love it. I fucking really liked it, though. Okay, all right. So I'm going to go for a seven. I think, I think that's fair. Like, 
And that's a good film. Like that's it is a good. Not film. not taking anything away because of you can tell guys what we've said here and the themes and stuff. Deep a lot going on, and mm. that's fucking super interesting to me. Mm. But as a film and a piece of entertainment, is there other films out there that I'd give an eight? Yeah. Do I love this as much as those? No. Okay. I'm giving it a hat. No, let's not be a douche. Let's not let's go not high, like, mid, low. Let's not be Just like a seven. Because I fucking, six, seven. I really liked it, but I didn't love it. But it's a fucking great film. Yeah, it's a great film. And I think that's a fair rating. If you, if you didn't love it, but you really liked it, I think that's fair. I did love it. And I think and so I think that 100 is eight, I think if you love like, it, it's got to be an eight. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be an eight, mate. And, I, and I'm going to stick with my seven. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really good film. A lot going on. Okay. Give it a watch, guys. Uh, do yeah, we guys, recommend yeah, yeah, it 100%? Yeah. yeah. If you you haven't seen it in a long time and hopefully time. listen to the show then watching the film you can appreciate a lot of the things that we're talking yeah, about I would that you maybe so. not have noticed before because yeah, people passively just watch things sometimes but like watch it critically and you'll be like oh there's a lot going you on you can with see this it film. but watch it yeah there's there's a lot going on with this film and it's worth it 100% so uh, on that note mate I think we can wrap the show up for yeah, another episode leave. another episode so we'll see you next time guys thanks for joining us guys appreciate support always uh, always uh, and we'll uh, see you next time catch you next time in a bit skip